Ayop hey, Medukis, hello everybody. So those who know me, I used to say Updukki all the time and then I moved to the south and no one said it so it went out of my repertoire. But since I have been back in the Midlands, it is back as long as, as long as, as well with the accent. Here we are, yes, it's all back. So I hope you're having a good week, I hope you've all been well. Um, we have another episode which is very exciting. Um, I managed to fit in a, in a bit of time on my days off because she's a girl that works Monday to Friday now so I get two days off and it's great, it's like I love it. Um, so yes, I'm just on a Sunday, my day off, recording this episode from good old London town but I'm in Manchester tomorrow so we've got to head up there. So let's get on with it, shall we? So this week I am going to talk about some of the crazy stories that have happened to me during my tour of some care homes, some community homes and some of the summer venues. So here we go. So one of the first ones as I was starting the show, and I think this was like the first week to be fair, at like the final show there was um, a woman in the care home, let's just call her B for now. That's not her name, but we're going to protect her identity. And B at the start was like loving the show. So she was like, oh, I do like to be beside Joined in with me and everything. And then later down the line, we I'm then doing the uh, Copenhagen medley, Dutch medley. And I'm like, wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen, salt your green as you see. And for no reason at all, no reason, B starts whacking me with this blow-up microphone that's like an inflatable and I was just like what is going on and then the woman bless her she stands up and then like goes to charge at me and I was like B I'm just singing don't worry it's just entertainment but yeah that was an interesting experience it was indeed the amount of ladies men in these care homes oh my goodness I have been asked to be people's husbands. Husbands, sorry. I have been asked if they can be my husband. I've been asked if I'm single. I've been asked if I'll date them. I've even been asked when I turn up if I'm going to do a strip show. Yeah. Yeah. A care home. Wondering if I'll do a strip show. And I'm like, um, no, it's not kind of that entertainment. So when people do ask me like what my job is, then I'm like, oh yeah, I do like entertainment. And it's like adult entertainment. I'm like, whoa, not that kind of entertainment though. You know, it's it's singing and dancing and acting. It's not um, getting my butt out, unfortunately. Although I probably would get a lot more money if I did that, but I have too much. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it, unfortunately. So congrats to those who do. But yes, and honestly, as a joke, as a full-on joke between me and my friends, when I get asked and by another man above 90 if... I will be his wife. My joke, as usual, is how much is in your bank account? How long is that left? But I am joking. Like, it's a full-on joke. And I'm just like, oh, could could do it, could I? Um, but yes, like, even my last show on Friday, the guy was, like, kissing my hand and he went to kiss me on the lips. And I was like, whoa, ho, ho. no, thank you. We are not doing that. I'm a, I'm a taken lady now anyway. You know, can't, can't be doing that, can I? Also, that just reminded me, I didn't realise Charity Shop Sue was based in Bullwell. I've always been quoting her and I, th- I thought, she, I love her accent, but it's, she's Bullwell. So, 
I'm going to be in uh, the Midlands this week, so I have to visit that charity shop just because I need to see charity shop soon and see her in full action. Because I was listening to her on the podcast Saving Grace. And God, she's a feisty woman, isn't she? And you can tell she's from Nottingham. She's just got that energy about her, how she talks and how she reacts. It's just, it's just literally how like Nottingham people are. But yeah, um, I've also been told to shut up many times by people. They've gone, sure up, and I'm like, sus babes, I've been paid for the hour, so uh, you're going to have this gob going for another hour, so here we are. Um, and I have the ultimate story. So this is quite a good one, it's a juicy one. So I've turned up, this one was definitely a care home, this venue. So I turned up to this care home, and um, one of the residents, who's brand new, and he's only been there a week, um has since being there completely gone mute so um he has dementia and since he got there he just never spoke and his he just lost like all of his facial expressions as well so he was just like zonked in a way um and the family were worried about him so um the daughter um was having a meeting with the manager with him as I was arriving and starting to set up so um, then the meeting finishes just as I'm starting the show and he comes and joins and sits in the room where the show is on. And um, he is sat there and then I'm obviously singing like some of the older songs like we'll keep a welcome in the hillside, we'll keep a welcome. And it's like their sort of vintage songs. And his face starts lighting up and he starts like singing along and... They're all like shocked because for a whole week this man has just had no facial expression, not spoken a word and just not been present basically. And then he's hearing these songs and he's like singing along and it was quite amazing actually. And um, the daughter was there filming him and like crying because she just couldn't believe that he'd just taken such a turn because obviously he was quite sad that he just, you know, got to this care home and went completely mute and just wasn't responsive and then he's listening to this show and he's like become alive again and um so that's the gentleman and during the show so I have to go behind the screen to get changed and things and um every time I do that this woman let's call her Mary um keeps getting up in between when I'm changing and just having a boogie and I was like oh thanks Mary you're my supporting actor aren't you babes whilst I go and change my costumes and honestly she was just so funny um she'd just get up and she'd just dance but she'd like she wouldn't really dance she would like walk like a farmer to the beat and it was it was very sweet but it was funny bless her she was having a good time so I was having a good time um and then we're getting towards the end of the show and um, we're doing the song, Oh, ooby do, I wanna be like you. That one. And um, as I've, before this song starts, I've gone behind the thing to get changed. And then I come out, and um, both these residents, so Mary and this gentleman that hasn't spoke for a week, have now stood up. And I was like, Oh, what are they doing? Um, and then they start dancing together and it was really nice, like they were just having a little boogie together during Ooby-Doo, like boogieing along and um, bless, the guy is like, you know when kids do that like jump when they first learn to jump and they're like amazed by jumping, well he kept doing that and it was really sweet to watch and he just kept like jumping and stuff and um, 
then yeah they're like dancing together and then I go on to the next song which is Slow Boat to China um, as in I'm gonna get you on a slow boat to China quite a bit of a love song um, and I had to go behind the screen to get changed before and then I come back out and them two are really like holding on to each other whilst we're singing it then then get ready so I'm singing this song slow boat to China them two are slow dancing Mary then goes to kiss the gentleman and I'm like okay each to their own they're both adults they can do what they want they're then snogging whilst I'm like singing this song and I'm like okay okay interesting we've got a new love match luckily as well the daughter has left at this point so the daughter had left a bit before because she'd seen that her dad was happy and so she was like okay I'm gonna go now because I need to go to work um so yeah these two are snogging then I'm still singing and Mary reaches for this gentleman's penis and grabs his penis and goes oh yeah and I'm thinking oh my god and there's carers in the room and we're all dying I'm just looking over to them like what is gonna happen and um so then yeah still singing at this point but very much thinking I don't know what where this is gonna go um and then Mary starts to undo this man's trousers this is two residents in this care home Mary is trying to undo the other resident's trousers. And then the care, one of the carers gets up luckily and was like, whoa, 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 And like tries to stop it because, and I just, I just, I had to stop. Like I had to stop singing. I couldn't carry on. Like not many things make me speechless, but boy, did that make me speechless. Because I was just like, I, 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 I just had no words. I was not expecting it. Like it came from nowhere and it was just, oh my God. And the other carer, so one carer was like trying to split it up and um, just be like, oh, no, 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 guys, not not in here. No, thank you. Um, and then they just continued dancing and like kissing and stuff. And then all of me and like the other carers were literally like, oh, my God, like, what? Like, just you just had to laugh at the situation because otherwise you'd just be like, oh, it was just weird. But yeah, that is the story of Mary um getting it on in the care home but it doesn't end there no it doesn't so after the show they like gave us a round of applause and they were still they were still both up like canoodling and stuff and then they sat down whilst I was set, setting a, packing away even and um so I've packed away I've said goodbye to them and I'm leaving I put all my stuff in my car and from my car I can see in the window of the room I was just in and I see Mary like holding on to like Titanic vibes onto a different man from the window like really holding on to him and just waving at me saying goodbye and I was like she does this to all the men doesn't she I was, honestly Mary get it girl honestly get it girl if that is ever me in a care home you know what have as much fun as you can because I could I couldn't believe it. She was she I think she's a um well it's not a ladies man, what's it? What is it? What's the one with woman womanizer? I oh, I don't know, I don't know what the word is. But yeah, good old Mary, keeping it fresh in the care homes. That's how we do it. We love to see it. So in one of the other venues I was in, um, so this was like a um special needs mental health um centre. 
and um, I was doing a show for them and there was a lovely guy, let's call him Jason, um, who was a resident and just kept wanting to talk to me, um, which is lovely. I'm here to talk. If that's what they want me to do, I'll talk to them. But we were trying to start the show and he was just like grabbing onto me like, what are you going to do? Asking me the same questions, bless him. And I just kept answering them. And um, like all the way through the show, he'd just want to talk to me and I'd be like, you know, singing the songs and being like, la vie en rose. And he was like, oh yeah, let's, and just talking to me. And then right at the end of the show, we finished the show and he comes up to me and goes, um, can you come back for my birthday? And I was like, well, I mean, I could, I am an entertainer. So if you, you want to book me, yeah, you can book me for your birthday. And he was like, I'll give you 20 quid and two caramel bars. <laughs> and I was like, unfortunately, caramel bars do not pay the rent, my friend. So I can't accept caramel bars. Um, and then he was like, okay. And then I was finishing up, like packing away and stuff. And um, he came up to me again and was like, here you go. And gave me two caramel bars that are out of his pocket and was like, that's your payment for today. And obviously, that's not how I get paid, because I get paid for my company. But, oh, bless him, those two caramel bars. Um, I can confirm I didn't eat them, because um not a big fan of them anyway. Um, but also, they were a bit melted, so I was a, and it was a hot day, so I was a bit like, I'm a bit unsure about them, thank you. Um, but I did take them in a very nice way. I said it was very lovely of him to give me some caramel bars, but um, I took them and... When I got home, I bin them. Because, um, you know what? They were melted. I didn't know where they'd been. I didn't know if they'd been late. I didn't know what happened to them. So I didn't um, consume the caramel bars in the end. And just to confirm to everybody, I do not get paid in caramel bars. And I don't accept caramel bars as payment. But yeah, good old Jason, eh? Bad bitch. So recently, I had to have a endoscopy done because I've got a lot of bowel problems and um, yeah, some of the tests were like coming back positive for like bowel cancer. Just to confirm, I don't have bowel cancer, but I had to have this endoscopy done just to double check what's going on up there. And um, let's just say, not a fun experience. Was told it wouldn't be painful, absolute bullshit. It was very painful. So I got sedated and like not, not that knocked me out. And then all I remember is like, waking up and being in agonizing pain like 10 out of 10 pain in like all my bowel area and everything and I was just in so much pain that they were like right give her gas and air but how the fuck do you take gas and air because like, I've never had gas and air before and I was just like I didn't know how to inhale it I didn't I didn't know what to do she was like just keep sucking it just keep sucking it and I was like I don't I don't like because I vaped, I was like, do I inhale and then blow it out? Like, well, what do you do here? Like, and honestly, like, why is gas and air not got a flavour? Like, can it not come in like strawberry mojito flavour like vapes do? You know, like, but yeah, I didn't really know what to do with the gas and air. But let me tell you, I felt high as a fucking kite afterwards. My housemate Emma picked me up, bless her. She like chaperoned me. And oh my God, like she I was literally like hello like I was off it I was off it because you're not allowed to drive afterwards and absolutely you should never drive afterwards 
But yeah, quite fun though. Quite a fun little um, trip, but I was very dead inside. Um, can confirm I don't have bowel cancer, but still got to have some screenings done to see what is going on in the old back passage. Oh, got up bowels, eh? And IBS and all that. So I've also recently been doing my delightful taxes. Because as a self-employed bitch, you've got to do your own taxes. And fuck me. Why do they not teach this shit in school? Like, why in school are we not ta- taught? That was taught. That was learnt and taught, the same word. Um, together. Um, why are we not learnt? Learnt. No. Oh, my brain. Why aren't we taught taxes at school like everyone has to do them so why aren't we taught them come on come on england sort shit out but yeah i've been doing my taxes and um what a delightful job that is eh but on the positive side i have booked a trip with my best mate holly to go to italy and we're gonna do a tour it's gonna be fucking amazing can't bloody wait um we're starting in milan We've done it all on the cheap, by the way, because uh, uh, cheapskate Hannah. Um, so we're starting in Milan, flying from London to Milan, staying two nights in Milan. Then we're going to Lake Como for the day. So for my birthday, I'm going to be in fucking Lake Como. It's going to be great. I'm going to jump in that water. I'm going to do it all. Um, and then we are going to Verona for a day and stay in there the night see Juliet's balcony and all of that even though I hate Shakespeare but I got I just want to see it um and then we are going to Venice so before it sinks bloody hell need to get there don't I do I need to get those like welly shoes or something do I need them I don't know maybe I need to do some research and then after Venice we are then going to Rome Rome we're going can't wait for fucking pasta and Italian food and all the garlic honestly smother me in garlic I fucking love it um and then after Rome we're going to Naples and potentially a little cheeky trip to um Santorini um and we'll definitely be visiting Pompeii so yeah that's our little trip um we're gonna do like the trains in between because they're actually really cheap like some of the trains like 10 euros to get there so it's so cheap um and yeah, we've just sort of done booking.com, um, locations to stay, and we're just doing a little tour around Italy. And I'm so fucking gassed. Honestly, it's what gets you through the working day, knowing that you've got a good old holiday. And it's like my dream holiday, going to Italy and touring all of it and doing it all. So I've been wanting to go to Italy for years, so I'm very fucking excited. So yeah, if you haven't got a holiday booked, Get one booked because it makes working life a lot easier. Knowing that you're going to have like a nice day, a nice two weeks doing something fun that you want to do and living your best life. So get them holidays booked, lads. Oh, bitch. So, so, seeing as I've been visiting a lot of care homes at the minute, I've really started to think about how I want to die. Because let's be real, every day we get closer. Not to put a downer on it, but we do. And honestly, never put me in a care home. Never. If I get to the point where I need to go in a care home, honestly, find that snail that's chasing you and gives you 10 million and kill me the fuck off. Because I I just want to go out on a bang. So I will, I'm thinking, if I ever get ill, I'm just going to have one and I know that I'm going to die. I'm just going to have like a big party or I'm just going to do a big blowout. If I don't get ill, 
and I'm in like my 80s and I'm like oh I've had a, I've had a good run and I'm like oh I probably need someone to wipe my arse absolutely fucking not I am gonna just have a massive party or go somewhere abroad and I'll just I'll just you know end it because I'd like to go out in a bang I don't want to go out and be like slowly like decrippling is that the word I don't know anymore but yeah I just want to go out on a bang so my dying plans are to have a big party and at my funeral if any of you bitches wear black although I do love black if any of you bitches wear black not no it's not full black attire it's colourful so you can have a bit of black you can have like black trousers or a black top but I don't want everybody in black I want colour I want rainbow I want sort of pride but not pride because obviously I am into men um not ladies unfortunately um but yeah I want like rainbow I want party I want everyone to have a good time and just go out and have fun like obviously a few tears and stuff but mainly it's all to have fun and be like yeah she had a good life you know what I mean and you know what if I end up dying at 40-ish well at least I went out with a bang as well because you never know do you but yeah Whoever is listening to this in the future, do not put me in a care home. Don't do it. Just kill me off instead. You've got my permission. Also, next week I'm getting my first laser hair removal. Can't wait to be like a dolphin, you know. I mean, I'm not that hairy anyway. I'm, my hair takes quite a long time to grow on my legs and everything. But I'm getting it all gone and I can't bloody wait. Just knowing that I won't have to shave as much and... I'm just going to be smooth like a baby. I just I just really look forward to that. I really do. And not that hair is not natural, none of that. I just really enjoy feeling smooth. Like, makes me feel good in myself. Um, yeah, it just makes me feel great. So, I've got that next week. So, um, watch this space because I'm going to be like a dolphin. So, you'll all be wanting to feel my legs and everything. Stroke my armpit. Stroke my vagina because it's going to feel great. Here we go. But yeah, if you are thinking of getting laser hair removal, I would recommend. A lot of my friends have done it and that's why I'm now doing it because I was I was always wanting to do it. But then I was like, mm, um, I'll let other people try it first before I do. And everyone that's had it has recommended it, like totally. So I'm getting it done, bitches. Can't wait. Bad bitch. Okay, so it's horoscope time. Horoscope, horoscope time. So, it's time to get down to work. At the moment, you can't depend solely on your natural creativity, spontaneity, imagination and originality to get by you. You need to demonstrate a certain amount of pragmatism and self-discipline to reach your goals. This will certainly seem more difficult than it really is. It's time to have faith in attributes other than your intuition. Well, that could be very true because today I have a business meeting and um, looking at um, really pushing ducking around theatre and bringing a Christmas show to people. So I think that is my initiative to get that shit done, get it booked, get the website up, get a logo. All of that is going to come. So I've got a business meeting today, we'll see how that goes and hopefully it'll all be an up and running this week. So I'll use this week to get on with it, seeing as I'm in Manchester. 
when I'm in accommodation, so I've got no one else to talk to but myself, which is always delightful, isn't it? <laughs> Not. Um, but yeah, love, love that. Push myself into it. Do something that scares you, because otherwise we're not living, are we? We always stay in the same box. So yeah, let's get ducking around theatre out there. So keep an eye out for it. There will be a Christmas show coming. Plans are ahead. We're planning everything. It's all coming, and um, hopefully you'll want to book us soon. There you go. Little plug for you there. So falling apart, processing and being a bad bitch because it is the way forward. You've got to fall apart to then process it, to then be a bad bitch again. Like you can't, you can't just say bad bitch energy all the time because you'd be a bitch and no one wants to be a bitch. And believe me, I'm watching Below Deck at the minute and there's a girl on there who's just been a bitch. No one wants that negativity. Be the positive one in the room. Uh, but also you can be a bitch at times. <laughs> right, so falling apart. So I've been falling apart over money at the minute because I'm just like, fuck. Like, we do all these things just to fucking pay the bills. We do all these things just to live, to eat. And it's like, what? Like, sure, there's more to this. Why can't I treat myself and have something nice? Why do I feel bad for having something nice? So I am currently falling apart over money, thinking, oh, I've got this bill to pay. I've got that bill to pay. I've got this bill to pay. But the truth is I'm processing it now. Money comes and money goes. If you had money just sat in your bank account, then you're no better off because you're not doing anything with it. Like, ooh, you might have money for when something goes wrong. But most of the time things don't go wrong. And it's only every now and then something does go wrong. So I am processing by telling myself it's okay to, you know, have a bit of a cash flow problem. It's okay to have a coffee. It is okay to have a bubble tea. Um, it's okay to go to Horton Towers, which I really want to do at the minute. It's okay to spend money on Italy and go on and do that. Because if you don't do those things, they're what's feeding your soul. So if you're not feeding that soul, you're not going to be able to work, are you? So it's all a vicious cycle. So, yes, we earn money to live, but also you need to live and enjoy your life. And not just think, fuck, I've got to pay that bill, I've got to pay that bill, I've got to pay this bill. And I'm telling this you and trying to tell myself it as well. And trying to believe it. Because, um, yeah, I'm sure money is like a big stress for everybody. Especially from people who, you know, I can't just say, hi mum, dad, can I get £100? Like, that's not a possibility for me. Like, I just can't do that. Everything is on me. So, um, and also being self-employed, you don't work, you don't get paid, which is always a delight. Um, but you know what? As long as you're enjoying what you do and you don't hate it, that's all that matters. So do something that you enjoy that, yeah, you might have bad days at work. Everybody has a bad day at work in every job. Like, even if it's the job that you've dreamed of doing, everybody has a bad day of it. But you just got to remember, have goals, have things that you look forward to that's going to get you through the bad ones. And for me, obviously I spoke about Italy, Italy is getting me through right now. So yeah, fall apart, stress about money, and then look at it and go, what can I cut? I've just cut my Netflix bill. I've just um, got rid of my ink because I've not been here and I've not been paying for it. So I've just con cancelled it for a bit, you know? Try and save that moolah where you can. Um, and just remember that any money you earn is yours and it's your choice where you spend it and what you do with it. 
So no one else has the right to judge you on how you do that. So if you want to go on that holiday, you do it. If you want to get laser hair removal, fucking do it. Um, but yes, that is it. And processing to be a bad bitch is just going, I've got these things to look forward to. I work my fucking ass off. I've been in problems before and I've solved them. And I'm going to keep solving them. So keep solving those problems. Keep working your ass off. Keep living your best life. And enjoy everything whilst you can. And I'm trying to remember that as well. I'm literally trying to... I need to tell myself that. Maybe I need to look in the mirror and go, you need to do that, bitch. Um, but yes, be that bad bitch. Feel like a bad bitch. Do whatever you need to do. If you need to remove all your hair to feel like a bad bitch, be a bad bitch then. Remove that hair. Be a dolphin. You know? Do what you want to do. And that is falling apart, processing, and being a bad bitch. So that is the end of another episode this week, guys. Please like, please share, please follow let me know what you enjoy hearing. Let me know what stories you enjoy. I've got plenty more stories coming up for the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to try and stay on top of it as best as I can. So lots of love, everybody. And peace out. Ed Buge, bird, Buge, bird, Buge.